The latest report suggests that this man right here, DeMar DeRozan, could want to join the Miami Heat if traded. Yes, I know we already are in for a wild one on today's Heat Report. I am Nick Roloff. Before we dive in to the DeMar DeRozan news, I got to tell you, this is why you subscribe to the channel. We will keep you updated on all trade rumors surrounding the Miami Heat. We are also live multiple times a week doing live watch parties for the Heat. So hit that sub button, join the channel, and let's get to 6,500 subscribers on today's video. We're 30 away. I think we can get there. All right, so this is exactly what was reported by Sam Amick of The Athletic, and he basically had to say this. When it comes down to possible destinations for Dar DeMar DeRozan, the Heat and Knicks are known to be preferable for DeRozan if he winds up getting moved. And listen, everybody wants things, but they don't always get things. For example, I would love to be dating Dua Lipa right now. That's probably not going to happen. She is single, though, by the way, so hit me up. But I have my doubts that the Heat would even want to acquire DeMar DeRozan. He might want to come join the Heat in the 305, but to me, I don't know if the Heat and Pat Riley would be that interested in acquiring DeMar DeRozan. But the question is, should they want to trade for DeMar DeRozan? Listen, the Heat have had an up-and-down start to the year, 11-9 and through the first 20 games, and... You've seen good things from Miami. You've seen bad things from the Heat. But the problem is the defensive side of the ball, which you didn't think you would say when talking about the Miami Heat in 2023. But when you look at what DeMar DeRozan has done over the past four seasons, he's been a model of consistency. A couple of years in San Antonio, a couple of years in Chicago leading up to this season, which is his third year inside the Windy City, but he's been a consistent 20-point-per-game scorer in every single season, and the efficiency is what is key here. He is a expert at scoring inside the arc, but the problem has been not being able to shoot the three ball in stretch opposing defenses as that leading scorer. Well, let's look at what he's done this year. In this season, he's averaging about 35 minutes a night. His scoring is... A little bit down compared to the last two seasons in Chicago, but the efficiency is there and an uptick in actually three-point shooting. He's shooting 37.5% from beyond the arc in this early season, which if you just looked at the stats of his past four seasons, would be a high over the last five years. Still averaging 20-plus a night with 20 and a, 21 and a half points, and he's actually upped his playmaking a little bit with 4.9 assists. But there are still a lot of questions about if the Heat should go after DeRozan and if he even fits this team. But I'll ask you this right now. It's today's pinned comment, so let me know your answer down in the comment section. Would you want to trade for DeMar DeRozan? Type Y for yes. Type N for no. My answer is coming up in just a bit, but I want to hear yours first. Let's look more into the wing from Chicago because his advanced shooting numbers, I got to be honest, they're pretty damn good. When he's inside and close to the basket, shooting 61.1% when he's close to that rim, inside 10 feet, the pull-up midi, which is what his bread and butter is as his offensive game shooting 39.8% from the field, that will play, especially when you're shooting a volume, which he is at 7.4 field goals a night. I'm not going to look too in-depth at the pull-up threes. Listen, he's known not to be a three-point shooter, so he's not going to come up the court and just launch threes off the dribble. He only takes .3 
threes a night off the dribble, and he hasn't made really any. But in that catch-and-shoot three scenario, which has been the main improvement for DeMar, in 2.3 catch-and-shoot shots a night, he's shooting 43.9%. That is elite. Now, I do understand that the DeMar DeRozan catch-and-shoot threes are most likely coming from the corner, but there's been some shots that he's hit above the break. If you remember the two games where he played Miami, he knocked down a couple trees. And the three-point improvement is massive for DeRozan because if the Heat ever wanted to trade for DeMar, the question is would be the offensive spacing and fit. But if DeMar DeRozan continues to show improvement from the three-point land in catch-and-shoot scenarios and is allowing the offense to have proper spacing, well, then it makes more sense for Miami to think about trading for DeMar DeRozan. And in just a second, I am going to give you my full answer And if I think that the Heat should trade for DeMar DeRozan or not. But before I get into my answer, I have to let you all know about today's sponsor, which is Prize Picks, the number one daily fantasy sports platform in North America. And they're offering one heck of a deal for this holiday season. When you go to prizepicks.com, slash CLNS, and use code CLNS, you're getting a first deposit match up to $100. It's daily fantasy sports made easy and fun. Just pick two to six player stat projections, and you can win up to 25 times your money. Like you see, my selections for Monday night football between the Jaguars and the Bengals. I'm taking the backup Jake Browning less than passing yards at 218.5. It might be an ETN day down in Jacksonville, more than 60.5 rushing yards. You can fade my picks. You can take my picks. You can also take picks from rapper Meek Mill, comedian Andrew Schultz. Join millions of others playing prize picks every single day. It's daily fantasy sports playing the best and most fun way possible. So grab that $100 first deposit match at prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS. That link and promo code is in the comments and description of today's video. So my answer when it comes to DeMar DeRozan, should the Heat trade for him? No, they should not. I don't love DeRozan's fit with the Heat. And the thing is with DeMar, I don't think I would be willing to give up the assets that would be required to acquire DeMar DeRozan. Because if I had to give my best guess on what the trade with the Bulls would be and what Chicago would ask for from Miami, well, first you have to look at salary fillers and get the matching number, right? DeRozan is making $28.6 million a season. Well, that's actually pretty easy for Miami because Kyle Lowry is making 29.6. So you would actually shred a million dollars on your books in acquiring DeMar DeRozan if it was a simple Lowry for DeRozan swap with draft assets. There's this two first round picks. I assuming, or I am assuming that if the Heat were only giving up Lowry as the player, the Bulls would definitely want two future first round picks. And it would be pretty ironic to see Lowry get traded for DeRozan since they were good pals and teammates down in Toronto. But the thing is, I'm not trading to first for DeMar DeRozan. There is just no way that I am willing to offer two picks in the future that could be used to package for other stars in the offseason. Like DeMar DeRozan is not the end-all, be-all for Miami, right? There's other assets out there that you can use those picks to acquire this season, let alone when you look into the offseason when Donovan Mitchell might become free from Cleveland. So you might want to save the picks there. So I'm not going to first-round picks 
for DeMar DeRozan right now. And like I said a little bit earlier, I don't think that the fit is there offensively, and I personally don't love it whatsoever. When you think of the Heat's offense, what do their two best players do exceptionally? Get to the rim and get into the mid-range. Bam Adebayo has improved his 10 to 15-foot jumper tremendously to where it's a real asset. What does Jimmy Butler do best? Well, he gets to the rim, draws foul, and hits that mid-range spot. The problem with acquiring DeMar DeRozan to make him your fourth scorer alongside Hero, um, Bam, and Jimmy is that three or four guys are specifically 15-feet jump shooters. Like, it's just going to clog the paint. Unless Jimmy Butler wants to be a spot-up three-point shooter. Unless DeMar DeRozan wants to be relegated to a three-point shooter in that spot-up role. It's just not going to work. Like, I am imagining an offense that is comprised of this. Say it's Hero, um, Duncan Robinson at the two, DeRozan, Butler, and Bam. Sure, you have the shooters of Hero and Duncan in the backcourt, but the other three guys are just going to be trying to get to the same spot on the defensive end, it, or on the offensive end, excuse me. It's just going to be horrible spacing. It's not going to work. DeRozan also defensively isn't that good. I mean, he's not the worst defender, but it's not going to be someone to come over and give you that much of a plus on that defensive side, which the Heat have struggled. What the Heat really actually need is to, pri to prioritize trading for a backup point guard and a backup center. The backup center position is the biggest issue for Miami. Adebayo is going to miss this Wednesday's game against the Raptors after missing Saturday against the Pacers, and he's been dealing with a hip injury all year long. I want him to have rest up and get fully healthy, but there's no denying this has just been nagging him all season long. So if he's going to continuously miss time because of this hip injury, you need to be confident and comfortable when Adebayo is missing time or just missing 15 minutes in a single game because when Bam is off the court, the Heat become one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA. And I get it's going to be hard to replace Adebayo because he is the best defensive player in the NBA. But it is no surprise to me that when he missed the game against the Pacers, which by the way, Indiana was without Tyrese Halliburton, arguably the best point guard in the Eastern Conference, they still put up 140 on you. Oh, the defense was so bad on Saturday. And I tell you what, they need someone to be a backup to Bam that doesn't make the Heat one of the worst defensive teams in the entire NBA. Which is, brings me to this. Name someone you want to trade for. Maybe you do want to be DeMar DeRozan. Maybe you are looking out west for maybe Lori Marketing to slide into that starting power forward spot. Or maybe you're looking at my guy in Washington, Daniel Gafford, who is my main guy that I want the Heat to trade for to be the backup for Adebayo. Let me know your thoughts on who you want the Heat to trade for. As always, make sure you join the channel and subscribe to us at The Heat Report. Appreciate you for tuning in throughout the entire video. And if you like the content we provide, which I assume you do since you're still here, hit that sub button. You won't regret it because we're live, like I mentioned earlier in the video, twice a week at minimum for Miami Heat basketball games. So make sure you join us in our next watch party as well on Wednesday against the Raptors.